0: Go. The MLB season has reached its midpoint, and the trade deadline is approaching. Otani is being great, but the Angels are playing terribly. Maybe he'll be the first to go at the trade deadline. We'll talk about all that and more coming up here on Total Bases. Welcome to Total Bases here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Greg Marino here with Mark Marino and Don Pastrido, And today is July 7th. It's a Thursday. And so yesterday, Shohei Otani, to start with, we talk about him a lot on this show. And here, he, I, I've got to say some good things about him. He had a great start. Six, or I think seven innings, 10 strikeouts, no earned runs. He actually has a 28 consecutive innings of n- no earned runs allowed streak going. So Shohei Otani is, he had a great l- June and is c- carrying that into July. And you know, he's... Mm-hmm making a push for MVP discussion with what he's doing at the plate and on the mound. But yet the Angels still sit seven games out of the wild card, of the third wild card. So, like, it's not hard to be competitive for the third wild card. Like, the Orioles are arguably competitive for the third wild card. But the Angels really aren't. 30 and 49 they're doing horribly.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. as we mentioned last week, like even though despite Otani's great stats, like his team's not doing well, we kind of you know talked about how like a true MVP is someone who carries their team, and Otani's not really doing that for his team. but it, it is interesting that you mentioned in the intro, like I, I don't I don't see the angels trading him. I really don't think they would do that, but it, it might actually be the right move to do. I think that it's
2: really interesting since they have two other huge contracts. On their team right now trout and rendon and those guys are both going to be under contract for another several years
1: yeah i mean these are two very big contracts. yeah so
2: what if they think i feel like if they think rendon is really washed up which i know greg thinks that so mm-hmm. if they yes. also think Rendon is finished and he's like done as a great player then like are you really going to be a good team anytime soon maybe like try to move trout obviously you wouldn't get a lot of prospects from you just be hoping someone would take on his contract Otani's is going to be a free agent soon And then you rebuild. Or I feel like if they... On the other hand, I think that if they think Rendon is going to bounce back and get back to being a great player, then they have all this money invested in Trout and Rendon. Trout would be kind of hard to move. I feel like you've got to try to keep Otani around. And you definitely at least have to... Even if they can't sign Otani, which might just be an impossibility, to a a huge contract. He's going to get a huge contract. So even if they can't sign him to a huge contract... They have to go all in next year. But this year seems kinda down the drain. Yeah. Really? Next year they have to go all in if
1: It's interesting and, because yeah, Otani's yeah. contract is up after next year yeah. and the Angels can't afford basically they can't afford a huge contract for him with why having Trout and Rendon.
0: I mean not necessarily. Like they always could, but it would seem unlikely that they mm-hmm. would Sign Otani to a
2: 10 year, 300 million. Yeah, extension. and also, if they did, would they have enough money to have a halfway decent rest of the team?
1: Yeah, and if you, it's, mm-hmm. being of the rest of the team, like you mentioned, like go into rebuilding mode, like, but even without Trout or Otani or ended, like, they have a lot of other good players. Like, you talk about Taylor Ward's having a breakout year this year, Jared Walsh. I mean, they have a lot of other good players there. Joe Adele's a prospect. Yeah. Their, their starting pitching has gotten a lot better. I don't think they're a, in a position to go into full rebuild mode.
0: Really? But, I think they should break it down. I think teams are always too afraid to trade their big stars because if they keep Shohei Otani for the next year and a half, which is how much longer they have him for under contract, then they're not going to make the playoffs this year in all likelihood. Next year, I don't see why it would be any different. It's just the same group of players that has been failing for them over and over again. Like, I don't really see why that would maybe, change. Yeah, so maybe it's time for a new group. I and think- then, And then if you do that at 2023,
2: they've got nothing. Yeah, no Otani, no money, yeah. no price. Also, I also think there, there just don't seem to be a lot of great guys available to trade down this year. Of course, like the Nationals will probably trade Josh Bell. Um, there's a couple of other guys like that you can point out, but there's really only a couple of clear guys in yeah. the market. The A's are obviously sellers, but they only have like Frankie Montas and...
1: Maybe Sean Murphy. Uh, yeah, he's not really that good. I mean, they're Paul just Paul Blackburn's a having game. a good year. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they could trade Blackburn, but it's, it's really mostly just Montas and Blackburn. I really think there's a lack of hitting available at the trade deadline this year.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Christian Walker's on the Diamondbacks. So, yeah, there really uh-huh. isn't a ton of offense. Yeah. So, uh-huh. in as we uh-huh. mentioned before, like, it would be interesting if the Nationals mm-hmm. traded Soto because, actually, Juan Soto uh-huh. did turn down a $350 million deal for 13 years, which is a massive deal. Mm-hmm. And he turned that down, which is interesting. So that yeah. might mean he might want to get traded or he just wants a bigger deal. I don't yeah. know what that means, but— I, If the Nationals, maybe after the Nationals see that he doesn't want that contract, maybe they're like, okay, we're just going to trade him.
0: Yeah, I would say similarly to how I think the Angels should trade Otani, and even Mike Tratt, if they could, the Nationals should definitely trade Juan Soto. They're terrible right now. So, like, what are you doing? just wasting this amazing talent in Juan Soto when you could trade him for a boatload of prospects and yeah. actually be good in five yeah. years. They yeah.
1: really yeah, they really don't look like they're going to be good anytime soon. And the other thing, we mentioned this before, he's had his moment. He led them to the World Series. He won a World Series with them. He's kind of had his moment. Maybe it's time for him to get traded, and move on to you know, a different team.
2: Yeah, I think that's a big consideration. The Angels have never had like their success. They really want to have that one good year with the great Trout and Otani to like, make all that money... Justify. They can't just like tear down their team not having kind any success. Nationals can tell their fans, "Hey, we had a World Series championship with Soto, so you know we had a nice run, and now we're gonna rebuild for a next great run." Yeah. No. Yeah. I and agree. also, I do think that the Nationals—they're one of the few teams that kind of could s- kind of start a rebuild. They yeah. haven't fully started yet, although that d- definitely seems like a rebuild's impending for them. Every other bad team in llb for the most part, other than like the A's, like all these other bad teams, like the Tigers, the Royals. Um, it seems like they they probably want to be good soon. Also, the Cubs, maybe the Pirates too. Like, Are these teams going to accept being bad for another couple of years, or do they all have aspirations for being good maybe next year? I feel like they all kind of want to be good next year. I'm not yeah. sure if that's as smart of them, but that seems to be their mindset.
1: No, I, I agree. The Nationals are one of those teams that seems to be heading into more of a rebuild mm-hmm. mode. It, the Nationals
2: are in a great position to just say, all right, we're going to— be bad the next couple of years, and we're gonna like make a lot of prospects.
1: And they start yeah, that with through. Soto. I, I really, I think it makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I there's a good chance and, they don't trade him, but and also like from an entertainment standpoint, which is really what this MLB is supposed to be. I think it would be really exciting if we saw guys like Soto and Otani go at the trade line, trade deadline. Like it was really exciting to see Mookie Betts get traded. You know. Like, yeah. It, you don't see these big time players getting traded as often, I mean, and it's it is. For an entertainment standpoint, it is really interesting to see these types Not of Not
0: necessarily. Like, for example, I think that the Yankees, if they lose Judge this offseason, I think that would be a bit bad for the game, just because Judge is, like, such an iconic Yankee that him going to another team would kind of be detrimental. But someone like Juan Soto, you know, fans are tired of seeing him grow on a terrible team like he's been for the last three years. Same with Otani and Trout. Though, I mean, like, you could say maybe they're the ones rotting their team. But, like, I think, like the Angels really should get rid of Mike Trout. Yeah. Which, and also, if I were to make a prediction, I think there's no way that's going to actually happen. There's no way either Trout or Otani gets traded. It just, it doesn't happen, but I think it really should happen. Maybe Soto. Yeah, I mean... But even Soto, I I wouldn't
1: expect it. As, yeah. Mark, as Mark mentioned, they obviously want that year where uh, Trout and Otani leave mm-hmm. them to the World Series. Yeah. But I think it's just been too long. Like, they've okay, they missed I, their chance. I, like, it's time to start a new team without Trout or Otani.
0: Yeah, it just... They've had this set of players for a while
2: now, and, and, and I agree. it's not good.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you, Greg. I don't think they will, but they should.
2: Yeah, I think the thing is, it would be t- it would be really bad. I think if they trade one of Trout or Otani, and then we're never able to trade the other. Like if they let's say they trade Trout, I don't think that's going to happen. But then if they don't trade Otani, that's kind of it was a blow to trade Trout, and kind of vice versa. I mean... If you trade Otani, but then you keep Trout's massive contract around, that's also. A blow since yeah. you gave up, but you still kept paying Trout.
0: Yeah, I mean, then trade them both. You know, like usually you, you're able to trade players if you want. to. There are going to be teams who want Otani for sure, and even Trout with his big contract.
2: All right, so moving on for the Angels, I think we have to get a bit in depth about who will be selling this trade. As I mentioned earlier, there don't seem to be a ton of teams that are clearly going to be selling, since there's a lot of teams that either have been rebuilding for the last several years, like the Orioles, the Royals, the Tigers. And might not want to, you know, sabotage their chances for another year or two. They want to get good yeah. soon. Or there some teams like the Cubs. And just kind of Nationals kind of fit into this too. But I feel like the Cubs are especially interesting. They They just don't seem to be willing to accept rebuilding. Yeah, and uh-huh. I mean
0: it's really kind of silly of them because the yeah. Cubs like the old Cubs dynasty is completely done 100% like it's been long over so mm-hmm. they should be looking to the
2: future I thought the Cubs would have a solid year I and really yeah it I really um, I feel like it's time to admit that you made a mistake and not get too deep into that mistake if you're the Cubs I
1: really think that the Cubs have just kind of been you know wallowing in their 2016 World Series win for way too long and yeah. they don't really realize that like it's over and they need to move on
0: yeah I I think we were saying the same thing mm-hmm. like two or three years ago that like hey you know the 2016 cubs world series team like it's kind of breaking up and now here we are and like so like basically wilson Contreras, is he going to be a free agent after this year
2: i think so yeah. and i think it got a ton
0: for him so think a guy like him either you keep him and he be's good for a team that is doing nothing this season and then he's gone or you trade him and you just get like three or four prospects who can help your team for like the next dozen years at, at least next six years we'll project six or six or eight years if they don't call them up immediately like it's literally like there's no loss in trading Contreras Contreras is basically doing nothing for the Cubs in terms of getting them to the playoffs and getting them to a World Series I think that's yeah. what teams should focus in being,
1: on in being a good offensive catcher which is a rarity in MLB now he, he's gonna get you a good a good amount yeah, of prospects he's
0: very valuable to other teams and really worthless to the Cubs because in my opinion there's definitely something to be said for making the playoffs and like a team can kind of feel good about a season where they didn't win the world series if they just made the playoffs but really like no one cares if the cubs win 60 games or 70 games either way they're going to be missing the playoffs by a lot and so like Get rid of Contreras. He's doing them nothing now.
1: I think um, the Cubs are one of those teams. I also think the Colorado Rockies are an interesting team. I think they might be selling at the deadline. If you look at CJ Krohn, who I think is second in all of baseball with RBIs, I mean, he's just having a great year for the Rockies. Uh, part of that, some people might say, is Colorado, but at the same time, he's like he's having a great year. I, I think it would be interesting if uh, the the Rockies traded him.
2: I do think there's a lot of first baseman out there. We've already mentioned Josh Bell and Christian Walker, and... I think there's probably some other guys as well. I do think that there are some needs at first base, though. So, someone would pick up Cron. I don't think he's going to get a ton, though. He's just kind of a journeyman who's having a great year at Coors Field. His home stats are ridiculously good this year. So, uh-huh. the, I think the thing about the Rockies, they kind of went down a similar path to the Cubs, and even the Diamondbacks. I'll say this team's made big, big sidings or extensions this offseason.
0: Yeah, and the... And, the Cubs, w- it was with Chris Bryant, and I remember... we The no, t-
2: Rockies was with Bryant? Uh, yeah, the yeah.
0: Rockies with Bryant, signing Chris Bryant to mm-hmm. a big deal this offseason. I remember we were here about six months ago when that happened, talking about how completely inexplicable that was, yeah, and yeah. I still think so. Yeah, you signed Bryant to big money, and now you're 17 games out of your division. So, like, yeah. what good did that do them? All it did was waste a bunch of money on a team that isn't going to be competitive rather than they could have saved up that money for five years from now when maybe they could be competitive. Yeah, hopefully
2: less than five years. Given the way things are going, I think the
1: Rockies really like. I mean, they it's it's kind of interesting. Like they have not been good for a while, and they kind of said like, okay, this era of like Arenado is over. This era of story Arenado, like that Mm -hmm. era in which they only made the playoffs not like a few times.
0: these years, mixed, in. but yeah, they haven't had a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, but
1: success. with the, that kind of that era of like Arenado's story, when they had a very very solid team, that era is over, and they were not. I mean, they they seem to be moving on from it a little bit, but like it's time to rebuild, you know, because because mm-hmm. like you're in last place and you're not, you know, you're not trading. Why why'd you sign Brian? Like, what are you signing Chris Bryant for? Yeah, I can kind I of just, see, I, I can, can kind of see this. why
2: the Pirates don't want to trade guy, a guy like Brian Reynolds. I can kind of see why the Diamondbacks might not want to trade Catal Marte since you know, those teams have kind of been bad for a while. Like, they need to hold on to their, you know, future franchise cornerstones. Yeah, I mean, that's the but difference. But the Rockies, like... Uh-huh. The Rockies, they should probably just tear it down and rebuild You have to
0: look at a player and consider, okay, right now, right now, if a team's doing badly and they have, say, one good player, the diff- what matters is, do you have control of that player for long enough that he could still be around when you're good or not? Like, for the Nationals with Juan Soto, they have him until... 2024?
2: Yeah, they have him for the rest of this yeah. year and next year.
0: Yeah, so so it's really until the end of 2023. So they have him for another year and a half. They're not going to be good in that window. I really don't think it's very realistic for the Nationals to be good, either this year, obviously, or next year. So
2: Juan Soto's not the guy they should keep. Actually, he's a free agent after 2024, so they have him for two and a half more years. Okay, uh, so uh, I still don't think they have a very good chance yeah, of competing in that, that window, though.
0: Yeah. That makes it a little mm-hmm. bit better, but I still don't think that makes a huge difference. Two yeah. and a half years. I don't think that division's make really two and good.
2: It mostly looks like it's going to be good going forward, especially the Braves. Yeah. and the Mets are going to spend a ton of money in the next few years. Yeah, the so Nationals have pretty much no some. talent other than Soto.
1: It'll definitely be interesting to see who who goes to the trade line and who gets who. Like you know, yeah. that, we talk about you know the Nationals trading on Soto. Like who who's going to yeah, get we, get we haven't Soto talked here, much
2: was, today about who is going to be buying and in yeah. particular what they'll be getting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really think. Uh, as as ridiculous as might sound, I think the uh, the Houston Astros maybe need one more offensive guy. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Despite them having a great offense, you know Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, of course, having great years, and them being the second best team in the AL or second to being in baseball rather, I still think they kind of have some holes, especially maybe at first base and the outfield, maybe. Mm-hmm. And- so.
0: That's where there are some free agents, especially at first base. Yeah, so maybe you
1: could see them getting Christian Walker or Josh Bell, maybe CJ Crone. Uh, so yeah, I think the Astros might be picking up a first base and maybe even an outfielder as well. Yeah, seeing... they could
2: potentially get Walker and Bartay from the Diamondbacks if the Diamondbacks want to just tear it down, which I think there's an argument to maybe they should.
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely argument to me maybe mm-hmm. they should. And yeah, I mean, if the Astros got those two
2: guys, they'd be, they'd look pretty much unbeatable. Yeah, yeah I mean, that that's interesting. So you see the.
0: It's, astros as getting more like a couple of pretty good hitters or m- m- or do you see them more getting like Juan soto because i think i don't
1: i definitely don't see them getting one soto i don't think that's going to happen
0: i don't think it will happen either but in general i think it might not be bad for the astros to kind of go after a, a big name sure there's gonna be a, a dominant hitter out there this trade deadline i think there should be Juan soto should definitely be I'm out not sure there if he will be.
2: Maybe i mean Otani. we've mentioned this
1: a lot we've talked a lot about Juan soto getting yeah. traded in I think The
2: Astros are in pretty good shape. Like, It looks like they're going to cruise through a division. They're mostly looking to win I, World Series. Yeah, I think they should get it. actually, like, most teams in MLB right now do not have a division title locked up. I like that in the AL, the Yankees and Astros are going to cruise to those, um, those first-round buys. And I, I don't think anyone else has really guaranteed a playoff spot. Not even the Twins, I'd say. I think they're looking yeah. pretty good. And in all these other teams, those are teams that, in my opinion, should be looking to so, be the most aggressive buyers. Teams like the Blue Jays... Um, the, maybe the, the Cardinals. Steps. I'm not sure if they will though. Yeah, a team at the Cardinals, they're right in the middle of a, a very yeah. intense race.
1: The the Brewers need definitely yeah. an offensive boost. I how mean, about
2: yeah? How about the Guardians? I think they're an interesting team because,
0: mm-hmm. as I've talked about, how I think that teams generally tend to hold on too much. The Guardians are definitely an opposing example. They're a team that has let go of a lot of big name players, but here they are, exactly 500 three and a half out of the wild card. Should they buy or should they definitely sell? the division? Or, I mean, or hold? I think they might hold. They're, actually,
1: they're only no. four and a half back of the Twins for the division. I I think the division's definitely still in sight for them. Definitely, I I, I think they should buy. They they're a low they're a lower payroll team, but I mean I think that they have prospects they can trade for. You know guys like you know Christian Walker or I, I don't think Juan Soto, but maybe a guy like Brian Reynolds. I don't know. The Guardians are interesting. I think I th- honestly think if they get a few assets at the deadline, I could see them winning the division because yeah, I, don't, I think don't think the Twins
2: it's really are their style. I think they they more that's make the moves when they're clearly, in, right in the race, and that's not really the case this year.
1: Yeah,
0: I also don't think they'll buy, but just because mm-hmm. of kind of their historical tendencies as an organization. But I think it would be interesting to see them buy at least maybe add one or two solid bats. Yeah. If, yeah. if not do anything too dramatic.
1: Yeah. And moving on, um, looking at, I think, you know, the kind of the dependent races here, you know, for the, you know, we're halfway through the season. So I think it's kind of, it'll be interesting to look, kind of look at, you know, the records where people are halfway through the season and uh, as it stands in the NL right now, it's kind of obviously the Mets and Dodgers are o- obviously the two best teams here. But the Braves have been really hot lately. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won three in a row. They're only two and a half back of the Mets who looked unbeatable at the beginning of the season. Yeah,
0: so I mean, it, I think it was an eight-game lead for the Mets. Maybe even more than that. At their high point. Yeah, and, and the
1: Braves are really closing on them. Yeah. Uh, the Braves are just playing really good baseball. You know, Acuna obviously having a good season. Um you know Austin Riley after that breakout year last year having a good year the Max Fried obviously uh, Kyle Wright
0: Matt Olson Matt Olson free agent signings Yeah Matt performing Olson performing pretty well
1: He's performing solidly he's not doing kind of as great as you might think he would although he does have 31 doubles which is the most doubles in the first half of season like ever so he's just a doubles machine Yeah I mean, that sounds like and, a
0: solid season total Yeah
1: and other than that though he hasn't been as great and I was I was thinking it might be because you know he was in the AL for so long, getting traded to the NL. He might kind of have to adjust to the league a little bit, doesn't? Yeah. Not knowing the pitchers Things as much. Things
0: like that does happen occasionally.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe in the second half, we'll kind of you know get used to the league a bit more and start playing a little better. But uh, yeah, Matt Olson, obviously. And then, like, Aussie Albies is injured, but they've kind of been playing through that. It's almost like that gave them a spark. Like, okay, Albies is injured. You know, we need to play better. You, Dansby Swanson's having I mean, a great breakout year for them. And his defense has been excellent at shortstop as well. Yeah. So I, I honestly think the—I mean, I I think we, I say this every show. I think the Braves are winning the division.
0: Yeah, so do I. They're at and, two and a half
1: out. And you look at this division as well. The Philadelphia Phillies, ever since they fired Joe Girardi, have been playing very well. They're now 43-39. and 39. They're eight back from the division— but they are—they're six and four in their last ten. Um, yeah,
0: only, and they actually are currently tied for the third wild card with so, the with the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, so they're they're like currently kind of playoff bound. I think they have a shot at making the playoffs, and I think that'd be kind of fun to see the Phillies in the playoffs. And with how well they've been playing since Harper got injured, I think maybe we'll, they're going to try to arrange it so that they can get Harper back on the field.
1: Yeah, uh, Har- Bryce Harper getting injured—that also might be a reason. The Phillies might be a team that we see buying at the deadline for sure. I mean, I really think they're buying be.
0: or selling. Maybe they're going to give up this year. I don't think they'd don't, sell though because they definitely have, have hopes for yeah next. Year. Another
2: team that has kind of like the Angels—they've really underachieved for several years, so they really need to make it happen some year or another. Obviously, the Harper injury was unfortunate, but I do not see them selling this year. They're not going to sell. The, I think they're buying. I think they're going to yeah. the playoffs. And I this think year. they're going to sell yeah. until they. Finally, have a good year, really. Yeah, and I mean, I or still, until they just become terrible naturally.
0: Yeah, I still kind of believe in the San Francisco Giants, who are currently a game out of the wild card.
1: They haven't been playing well lately. They're three and seven in the last ten. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see that. I think the the, the Cardinals and Phillies are stronger teams. Than yeah, them. I just
2: don't think that the six seeded NL is going to be a really good team. Like the Mets and Braves, one of the teams is probably going to be the two seed. Another team will um, probably be a wild card, and I feel like. The Brewers and Cardinals, I kind of feel like those teams are both be in the playoffs. I, mm-hmm. I think that bad division will kind of help them as the season wears on. I just don't think that either the Phillies or the Giants are more than like an average mm-hmm. team, probably. I, I think that's probably
0: the most likely outcome. I There's even kind of a dark horse game in the Marlins have been playing well. Yeah, they're so kind of an interesting team. They've got a lot of young talent, and they, they kind are of are a team to I watch. I like think they were underachieving
2: for most of the year, yeah. and this is more what they realized. Sandy are.
0: Alcantara is. Mm-hmm. Pacing the Cy Young race in the NL right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's having an absolutely amazing year. Mm.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot going on in baseball right now, but we're about out of time, so we'll stop it right there. Thanks for listening to Total Bases on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.